Well, there we have it. Game one is in the books. Michigan wins their matchup 51 to 7 against Colorado State. Now, last time in the preview episode, we talked about big hits, and boy, did the defense show up this weekend. They only allowed 219 total yards, and they had an interception and a fumble recovered for a touchdown. But on top of all that, how many sacks did they have? Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. That's right. Seven sacks by the defense. They were the ones that I wanted to watch the most closely this weekend, and I think they were the ones that performed the best. So that is fantastic news for the Michigan fan base as they're looking to see the future games coming in. But yes, the defense is still performing well. Maybe not as much speed at some positions, but man, oh man, they can get it done. And we'll have to see how they progress against different levels of competition. So high praises for the defense. Now the offense, that's something different. Probably the strongest part of the offense is the combination of the running game with the offensive line. Last year, Haskins was a beast and he was a force to reckon with. Now we have Corum and Edwards who had good games this Saturday, but they're not the same running style. They're more agile. They can find the gaps and they can move around very well. So, It'll be interesting to see what Michigan decides to do with any kind of power option running game. For instance, if they were to get in a goal line situation and it's third down and they're a yard away, Edwards and Corm are not exactly going to be your power players. They're going to be able to plow through the line. So I'm not sure if they're going to start experimenting or trying to work someone in to be in the fullback position for those unique situations. The receivers and tight ends did relatively well. There were some obvious drop passes, but then also the passes that were thrown to them were not always the best. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. But two things that definitely need to be addressed are the outstanding blocking by the receivers that you saw on the Wilson touchdown pass. And then also... I want to commend and just say Eric all just had one catch, but man, that catch was pretty spectacular as it was a fingertip grab and he just pulled that right in and kept trucking along. If that's where he's starting this season, I'm really excited to see where he's going to go for the rest of the year. Then into more of the nitty gritty, the passing game. I know there's a ton that can be said about the quarterback situation, but I'm just going to talk about what happened. And even though you got to see both McNamara and McCarthy, McCarthy didn't throw a lot while he was in there. He did more running the ball than he did passing the ball. So talking about the passing game specifically from McNamara, it was not impressive. If somebody's going out there to try to prove themselves for a playing position, this was not a very good performance for that. He threw some bad passes. He missed some wide open receivers. And while he didn't do anything to make the team lose, he got away with one that really could have been an interception. He definitely wasn't really doing a whole lot to help the team win. And so while this is week one versus Colorado State, that's not going to really work further down the line. Then, of course, there's explosive J.J. McCarthy. Everybody loves to watch J.J. McCarthy, whether it's a little bit or a lot, because he is electric. Now, he definitely showed what he's better at and the extra things that he brings to the table over McNamara with his running game. But 
he also did a little bit more than he needed to because if he's going to be running that much in games, then he might take a toll on his body and he might not even be available to play the entire season if that's what he's going to do on a weekly basis. So we'll be able to see McCarthy start next week. The coaches will be able to make more of a decision after that, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. They have definitely sided a lot with seniority and leadership, which McNamara definitely has. And he may not have really done anything yet to really lose his starting position, but it's not deniable that McCarthy does bring some other things to the table. So I'm hoping for them to at least make a decision on one and sticking with it. But 2022, there's plenty more games to be played. And the beginning of 2021, Michigan made strides throughout the season. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do next week against Hawaii, which we'll talk about in our preview episode. If you have any thoughts or predictions on the upcoming Hawaii game, by all means, leave your replies and your comments. And some of them will be shared in the next episode. Exciting to be talking about the week two game as it comes up. Thanks for hanging out for this week's episode. We'll be back with that preview here in just a few days. So until then, go blue. A tidal wave of defense for the sack. And there's the fourth sack of the afternoon for the Wolverines. Millen under duress and sacked. And in the drills, 35. Millen going to be sacked again. That's the sixth one. Fourth and long, fourth and three. They wrapped up another sack. 